All right, quiet in the studio. Music cued in three, two, one. Well, hello there. This is AbFab, and welcome to our podcast, where we explore the world of art, culture, and everything in between. And if you believe that, you believe anything. We like to talk about politics. And today, we have a host who's so fabulous. It's me. Yes, AbFab. The man with the razor-sharp tongue, impeccable taste, and endless knowledge of all things hip and trendy. Right. So, does that inspire you, Steve? Well, yes, it does, but we did have a bit of a hold-up due to an issue uh, uh, of yours, which is perfectly understandable, but this did facilitate you to be able to get another big (laughs) supply of hairspray (laughs) delivered at the same time. Well, let's go on. The team are busy. Well, we have a panellist who's regular panellist, and his name's The Gazelle, a.k.a. Trevor Nichols. And this is not just any ordinary runner, but a graceful creature that sprints like the wind. The one and only gazelle. No, not the four-legged wild animal from Africa, but a human who is just as quick and nimble on their feet. How long is this introduction? Yeah, we're not <laughs> well, I'm going to have to put the music on again on Because you keep on talking. get all that. Hang on, hang on. I'm just going to say hello to the listeners and all the friends. Just say hello, gazelle. Say hello. <laughs> and we have that other man stats i'm gonna put the music on again now because you spoiled all of that steve i'm putting it on again here we go here we go i'm putting it on again and we have that man stats Dutch. the panelist who's all about the numbers the charts and the probabilities the one and only stats man no he's not a superhero but he has superhuman abilities to make sense of complex data sets and turn them into compelling stories he might as well be superhuman being able to do that he can spot trends outliers and correlations he can jump buildings with a single leap of his tongue <laughs> and numbers. Friends or trans. <laughs> He's here to teach us about making sense of the world. So, say hello, Statsman. The man <laughs> who can make a decimal point political. Go ahead, sir. Wow, that was an intro, wasn't it? Thanks. Uh, Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I go, howdy, partners. Well, there you go. Mark Hartley. And, of course... We're going to have to actually talk about the Raven, you know, because he's been interrupting. I mean, we'd have got this all finished, but the Raven, he's dark, he's mysterious, and a little bit mischievous. The one and only. No, it's not Edgar Allan Poe's literary creation. He's just a human who shares the same cunning wit and love for shiny objects. He can mimic bird calls. Carney Trevor. (laughs) And he can scare off unwanted visitors. Very easily. Say hello, the Raven. Yes, good evening, gentlemen, and good evening to all our listeners out there. We're a day late, a little bit of a hold up yesterday, but nonetheless, we're all back here. We're all back here, and uh, we're all ready. Hope you're ready for a fantastic weekend of celebrating the putting on of a hat. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's coming. That's coming. Let's go straight into the roundup. Okay, so breaking news. Richard Sharp resigns as BBC chairman after Boris Johnson's £800,000 loan row. 
Okay. Bye. <laughs> Anybody got any regrets seeing him go? I don't. Does people still watch the BBC? Anyone bothered? Nah. Bye bye. Well, is anybody paying for the BBC? Because a lot of people are actually sort of finding ways to switch off from them. Yeah. yeah. Just yes, I'm going to be doing that as well. To be quite honest with it, along with many other friends, uh, likewise, don't really buy into that pile of nonsense anymore. To be quite honest. No, in fact, the BBC has got a new meaning. <laughs> what, what, what is it? Dare we ask? Fuck okay, yeah, I mentioned it on here. And I've just noticed that I was talking away there and my microphone was on the other side of the table. I do apologise, listeners, if you didn't say anything. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, quickly about Richard Sharp, okay? He, he actually left because he faced criticism for his close ties to the Conservative Party and for his lack of broadcasting experience. How about that? Uh, you know, gets a job, no experience, but he gets a job working for the BBC. The British Prime Minister material. British Broadcasting Corporation. He's got no broadcasting. You've got to make it up, could you? Okay, well, is eating one meal a day the path to success and a great figure? Well, the gazelle would know about this being nimble quick. Hey, 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 hey. And give it up, you. Give it up. The gazelle will know about this because he's nimble and quick. What do you think, Trevor? One meal a day? <laughs> I have two rounds of toast in the morning, and I have one meal a day. There you go. So two rounds of toast, one meal a day. Steve, he tends to eat like sort of, you go through about 20 Twixes in a day. No, no. Uh, yes, you do. You liar. You liar. He does, because I've seen the raven out socially and He's like a gerbil because his cheeks are always full of food. <laughs> well, apparently Rishi Sunak <laughs> only has one meal a day. How about that? Is that all he can afford? Bless him. Ah, uh, it's just, you know. Mm. You know, with heat in his pool and all that. Uh, I suppose it's a way of trying to get down with the poor folk and relate to them, isn't it? Really put out a message like that. Well, there was a story about smart glasses who tell you what to say on a date. How about that? Now, Riz GPT, so we all know about AI now, this is Riz GPT smart glasses, are here to save you from social awkwardness. These glasses have the power to listen to conversations and tell you what to say in real time, so you can actually see it on a screen as somebody's talking to you. You know, a bit like, you know, when you're having a conversation with an Italian and you don't speak Italian and it... Convert. Do people really need things like this? I mean, to be quite honest with you, I was pretty suave when I was a single man. I didn't oh, really, really need anything like that. Yes. <laughs> honest to God. What it's a wonder you're not on? a single man now after locking your wife out. I remember that in the podcast. Remember that, Trevor? Oh, I remember. She was over there. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> hey. uh, will you stop that? You've got... No, if you don't get that chair oiled, there's going to be trouble. I'm telling you now. There's going to be trouble. Okay? Army veteran. Everything's gone everywhere. Little bit, <laughs> little bit of sadness here. Army veteran took his own life after being passed from pillar to post. Now, this, is, this article, which was in the Daily Mail, reports on the tragic suicide of a 26-year-old father of three who was an Army veteran. The man had struggled with mental health issues, including PTSD, and had previously attempted suicide. He'd sought help from the mental health services, but was turned away due to a lack of available resources. 
So, you know, he eventually took his life. I mean, what about that? Very, and very yet, sad, very and shocking. And we get these illegal, illegal uh, migrants coming in and they get everything. You know, the latest... Hand it to them on the plate. The latest... How can I word this now, being very, very sensitive, if I if I can, and I don't think I can, actually. I'm of the older generation, mate, and this PTSD was basically unique to the battlefield. When people in our war zones, our soldiers in war zones, saw the friends... Etc., 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 and gave them incredible trauma. And now it's being used to get pip. Okay. People, I know what you're referring Yes, I, pe- I understand. People on the benefit systems are now saying they're traumatized. What? They're traumatized because the check didn't turn up on time. No. This is down to our war people, our heroes, and that's where that PTSD should stay, not on the benefit system. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, I'm just annoyed about that. Okay, well, the man's name was Drew Howe, and he was from Widnes, which is basically not very far away. Yeah, local. God bless him. Yeah, so, yeah. God bless him. You know, very um, sad, very sad. He was a father sad of thing. three. Sad father. thing is, he's not the only one, though, is he? This is this. this no. no, he's not. No. The, no. the vets are not looked after as they should be, and every government says, oh, we're going to sort this out, we'll have a minister, and then it just, again, it's just hot air, isn't it? No, so I get the point Trevor's making about this sort of, use of a very serious um, term to describe a very serious matter in specific cases, which is now utilised elsewhere for other other reasons. So I get the point he's making. I agree, actually. Okay, on a happier note, there is a rise of ULEs, and they're called Blade Runners. Secret activists take on Khan's cameras. How about yes. that? Basically, with the introduction of U- ultra-low emission zones in London aimed at reducing air pollution, they've now got... I mean, some of these people are so bare-faced. They put high-vis jackets on, and they put helmets on, and they look like electricians going up to go to go actually do the cameras, and they go up and they actually just disconnect the cameras and then take the cameras. It's Genius. Un- it's just unbelievable. Go ahead, Mark. It's another big money-making scheme. Have you seen what they're doing now? So they're moving the, some of the planters so there's room to drive through. And then they put the camera up there. So it's like they're asking people to do it. And they can send them a nice fine through the post. Oh, is that similar when they put speed cameras at the bottom of a hill? Mm. Well, listen to this one, okay? Nuclear submarine Royal Navy documents found in Weatherspoons. <laughs> I'll have to be more it's, careful it's, next it's, time. It's, it's, it's for real. Got to say, well, 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 it seems like the Royal Navy has found a new home for its official nuclear submarine documents. Ah, the Weatherspoons. I got them mixed up with my plans for my new bicycle I'm building. I must have picked the wrong ones up. You well, you heard me right. It's the place where you go to relieve yourself after a few pints is now the designated spot for highly confidential information. I guess That's we can sick. all feel a little bit safer knowing that our national security is being protected by the sturdy locks of a pub toilet. Well, they should be quite safe because normally it takes you three days to find a toilet in Weatherspoons. Well, the no, other they're thing always is... upstairs. And I'll have you know that I had a pint of Dizzy Blonde the other day. Ooh. Now, I haven't got a clue what that's got to do with this story. But I think, because it, it was obviously found in the male toilets and not in the ladies' toilets. But if it was in the ladies' toilets, that's down to the Dizzy Blonde. 
Well, what I say is, next time you go to your local Weatherspoons, I think you should take a closer look at the toilet paper because you just don't know. <laughs> you just don't know what state secrets could be hidden on them. All right, I had a lovely okay. breakfast in Weatherspoons uh, last week down in, uh, where was it? Oh, uh, Winsford. Yeah, nice then. Very nice. Okay, here's a strange one. Egypt hits back at Netflix's Cleopatra and said she had white skin. So you know how they're actually going for diversity on all these programs and what they're doing. The actual, the, the actual intellectuals in Egypt have said, no, she didn't have black skin. She had white skin. So Egypt oh. has criticized Netflix for falsifying Egyptian history in its new docudrama, African Queens. Queen Cleopatra, Egyptian uh, authorities say, had a white complexion and a Hellenistic features. So that's, uh, that's Greek, isn't it? Yeah. But the trailer for the series features historians claiming she was black and had curly hair. Well, that fits in, doesn't it? Go ahead, Mark. The change in history right in front of our eyes, because uh, in years to come, people are going to look back on this. and It's going to be awfully confusing, isn't it? Oh, yeah. They're going to say, was she white? Was she black? What, 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 what's going on like? Well, it's just when they start shipping a load of Ugandans over and they're all ginger-haired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gingus. Imagine if it was the other way around, though. You know. <laughs> mm. Oh, my say, word. For instance, I know Martin Luther King was played by, I don't know, a white man. What about the woke renaming of the Brecon Beacons? Did you anybody hear about that? Oh, no, oh please, I oh, can't wait to hear this one. Well, the Brecon Beacons National Park, you know, it's a popular tourist destination in Wales, is being considered for a name change as part of the woke movement. Okay. Now, I can't can't understand why they want to do this, but the person who masterminded it, who is a supporter of Jeremy Corbyn and has a history of making controversial statements on social media, The user in question has been accused of trying to impose their own political agenda on the area and has faced criticism for ignoring the opinions of local residents and businesses. Many have spoken out... What's the proposed name now for the Brecon Beacons? (laughs) I dread to think. Well, it's it's some sort of a Welsh name, I think, but I mean... Not a Welsh name, yeah, it is Welsh. And they've got a famous actor to announce it as well. Oh, what's his name? Sheen. Michael Sheen, I think his name is. I don't know. I I thought he cleaned... uh, Worktops. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Sheen. Well, hopefully he'll be, he'll be cleaning workshops, you know. But anyway, the SNP have now found auditors. And I saw oh, a picture. Yeah. Of, I saw a picture of them today. And it's, it's, they look like three people from the Muslim faith. <laughs> oh, my God. I think we need Cutter back on air next week. Oh, I think I think we need to actually find out because if they didn't get it done by the 31st of May, they're going to lose out on 1.2 million of short money, which is what we've spoken about before. So quite simply, they've got to get it done. So it's I reckon it's going to be costing them a packet with this company, costing them a packet. Well, so, I think, Mr. Landlord, me and yourself should have short money because I'm five foot five and you're five foot four. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve has got his own atmosphere. You know, yes, because, he can't have any. No. He can't have any short money. You're not allowed it because you're too big, Steve. Yeah, <sighs> if you've got if you've got snow on your head, you don't get short money. 
Yeah, we're going to call we're going to call you the uh, we're going to call you the big raven. Look. Oh. He's checking for snow. It's not snow, Steve, it's dandruff. Is that what it is? Right. All right. Well, okay, let's move on because we know that something is happening. Something is happening this weekend and it's big. And it's going to be costing the public of this country a lot of money, but it could be bringing a lot of money in. This is the coronation of King Charles III. Public is invited to swear allegiance to King Charles. How about that? I'll I'll be swearing, all right. (laughs) Listen, the only decent thing to come out of this weekend is I've just heard today that they're having coronation street parties. Well, the summary for this is that the coronation ceremony for King Charles III will involve a number of changes to reflect contemporary society. So obviously there's going to be a lot of illegal migrants attending the ceremony because you're going to have to get them there, aren't you? Including the use of other languages spoken in Britain. And so they're talking about Brummy. Arabic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> actually, that was Gaelic, wasn't it? And, and Welsh, but yeah. oh, you know, Liverpudlian. All right, there, Charles. Hey, yeah, we love you. All right. Anyway, the public will be given an active role in the ceremony for the first time, with a chorus of millions invited to swear allegiance to the king and his heirs. 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 Okay, despite the changes, the three oaths the king will take remain unchanged, including the promise to maintain the Protestant Reformed religion. Coffee cup. (laughs) The Archbishop of Canterbury will contextualise the oaths in a preface, acknowledging the multi-faith context of contemporary Britain. After the religious... After the religious service, the king will receive a greeting by leaders of different faiths. There you go. Sounds and he's like the keeper summary. of the faith, is he? Well, meant to be, yeah. He's meant to be, yeah. Mm. What faith? The defender of the faith. Don't care what he is. I'd just like to ask the question, where is your original identity in all of this and how is that being celebrated instead of being watered down? Hmm... Well, let's go through to Stats, because Stats has got a few comments to make about this. Stats, are you going to swear allegiance to the King Charles III? Oh, well, I was going to ask you guys. Uh, no, I won't be swearing allegiance to the King. Um, <clears throat> well, especially to the King that doesn't protect but our you're rights. you're not an anti-monarchy, man. No, no, I actually am fully back a monarchy if they actually do the job properly. It, this is meant to be a homage of peers, where hereditary peers swear allegiance to the monarch, not the people. It's a bit of an old Anglo-Saxon tradition actually it's kind of like they're voting in the monarch so if he's asking everyone and uh, what if everyone says no what does that mean well they're gonna have a load of people there anyway you'll note that the scots have brought down the stone of destiny mm. the thing is though with this is he's actually meant to be agreeing to a contract with the people to protect our rights religion and property which let's face it it never happens does it so. well there's a lot of no. people who feel that a monarchy in the country now is outdated because, quite simply, it shows up the inequality that is the United Kingdom now. And I just wonder whether how many young people actually really do respect, you know, the monarchy. And About I, I 17% suspect, I've just seen. 
17. It's not a lot. 17%. Sorry, Steve. Go on. I know, I know you're a monarchist, so I'm, I'm not going to be rude. Well, I am a monarchist uh, in, in the sense that um, how Marcus just described it. But what I want to see more than anything else is two things in particular. Would and you stop that chair? Somebody, we've got to break into his house. We've either <laughs> got to steal that chair and put a new one in its place, or we've got to oil it. I'm, do you know what? I'm sick of that chair. I'm going to mute you if you keep on moving and creaking on it. <laughs> I can't sit still. I'm a natural fidgeter. I've told you this. The point is, two things. I am a monarchist, but I'm a firm believer in the defender of our heritage, particularly our Christian heritage and our faith as a nation, which has provided this country with what it is and has been for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Now, the second point I'd like to make, which is equally as important, which is this, and we were talking about this uh, prior to the podcast, which is something which is disappearing, which is our justice system. Yeah, and I heard and people I'll, swearing wait, 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 prior second, to the what, podcast as well. I might not edit those out. Now, the thing is, we're also talking about not only the justice system, but our constitutional rights. All of these things, our heritage, our Christian heritage, our justice system, our rule of law, and our constitutional rights, all of those things predominantly make up who we are and what we are as the United Kingdom collectively, and essentially... They are all being eroded. Now, I would support the monarchy continually and ongoing in the, uh, as a supporter of the monarchy, but I want to see a real resurgence of Englishness, of the Christian heritage of this country, of the justice and the common law rights of this country. I'm sick to death. Oh, it's being broken down completely. Oh, he's gone. He's <laughs> I think I think his internet has been. Uh, oh. Remember our originality and oh, our heritage of who we are as English people. I think we're being visited. <laughs> I think GCHQ is dropping in and pausing everybody and thinking, "Hang on a minute, let's see where this guy's going with this." Stop a minute. <laughs> okay, somebody's come in and said, "T." <laughs> okay, we got it. Mark, go ahead. I get the feeling the progressives have attempted to change this whole ceremony, and he's he's kind oh, of that's meeting, true. He's kind of meeting them in the middle, but trying not to change all of it because uh, it says in this article, it's the BBC, obviously they're progressives. That progressives will be left wondering why the protection of practices of all beliefs could not be part of the oral contract. But I tell you why, because it doesn't say that in the constitution. That's why. But they're attacking it again still. But they say we haven't got one. But they're attacking it. So they know we've got what, one. What happened in 1688, Mark? Look, they're trying to change hundreds of years of tradition. And I, and I know the country's changing and it's evolving. But, you know, it's... Uh, how much are we going to change? Oh, yeah. Give just way have no to... oath eventually and then there'll be no monarchy and then there's just no point of it at all. Their job is to defend our rights and if they can't Correct. do that, then maybe what is the point? Would you give way yeah. to the nimble and I quick I was just gazelle? about to. There you go. Go ahead, yeah, Gazelle. Uh, you, you've changed... My, I was going to mention something there, Matt, but you slightly changed it. Um, and I, I've been listening to to the younger people um, speaking this week, and that's been very interesting for me because 
they've been mentioning, and I can understand it with my age group, but they've been mentioning Princess Diana. The younger people, I'm talking about 15-year-olds, 16-year-olds, 70-year-olds, and they're not happy with Camilla. Now, now, from my point of view, she should not be the queen. Okay. End of. That's my opinion, right? And But I'm listening to younger people that kept saying the same thing. And also, uh, with this diversity thing that Mark said, there, you've got a diversity. No, you've not got a diversity. It's the British royal family. Yeah, okay. And it, it, it's, it's black and white. It's simple. It doesn't bring in any other faith. This country is a Christian country. End of. End of. Well, while the oaths, which have remained unchanged for centuries, and I will give way to Statsman, will retain their Protestant pledge, Lambeth Palace said that the Archbishop of Canterbury will contextualise them. What he'll do is he'll say beforehand that the Church of England will seek to create an environment where people of all faiths and beliefs may live freely. The religious and cultural context of the 17th century was very different to today's contemporary multi-faith Britain, a Lambeth Palace spokesperson said. No name to that. So for the first time, there will be a preface to the oath. Go ahead, Mark. I think the church might be behind trying not to change too much of it because it looks like Charles, he's changed quite a bit. I think it's probably the church who've who've pushed him on this one. But I just want to point out something. It says the greetings will not be audible for most watching outside Westminster Abbey because the chief rabbi will be observing the Jewish Sabbath, whatever, and which prohibits the use of electricity, including microphones. So again, it is being changed for other beliefs. I mean, I could say, for instance, well, if we follow that logic, uh, the Quran says don't take Christians and Jews as friends. So should that be a part of it? You can't just keep taking pieces from this and pieces from that to keep people happy and forgetting about the bad stuff. No, understood, understood. And uh, I'm not saying they can't be part of it. I just, I don't know. It feels like he's just it's predominantly bending, bending over backwards to the progressives, which I think he is one. It's predominantly a Protestant ceremony. Well, that's not anymore. Yeah, but that's it's under threat now, isn't it? Any other words to say on that, monarchist? He's um, to the raven. The only thing I would like to say is. I think it's the duty of every man and woman, English man and woman in this country, to start and protect their heritage. If you value your Christian heritage and your justice and your common law and your Bill of Rights, then utilise them and start defending them. And by that I mean if you're going to get married, don't go to a hotel to get married and have a ceremony. Yeah, get married anywhere. in a church. Utilise um, oh, Let's Let's talk about Cheshire for a minute. Utilise some of the wonderful, fabulous Christian churches. Cheshire, which which is going to become the new acre. (laughs) I like that. The Crusaders Crusaders last bastion. We're not going to let Cheshire go. That's it. End of story. Utilise your Christian heritage. Protect it, celebrate it, utilise it. Defend your common law rights. Stand up for justice when it's not being applied and hold those in public office to account when they're failing to do it. We have laws, rights, freedoms and privileges in this country. And when the public authorities, whoever they are, including the police, if they fail to uphold the law, if they fail to deliver justice, then they should all be challenged en masse by the public to do so. 
Indeed, indeed. Trevor, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you guys can educate me because I'm not going to. I'm not going to deny I haven't got a clue about religion, right? I'm not a Satanist. I'm not 666 or whatever you want to call me. Right, now, what's this Justin Welby bloke, right? What, 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 He's what the is Archbishop he? of Canterbury. An Archbishop, right? So can he... I, I, know, what, I know the answer to this, but I, I thought they were like monks. <laughs> Sadly not. No. <laughs> No, 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 seriously, I thought they'd give a commitment to the church. I know a nun does. I'm not being silly here, I'm being genuine, because no, I don't no, know anything okay. about that's this. That's okay, go ahead. And, and oh, a, a priest, what's a priest? A priest is Catholic, isn't it? Yes. Right? And I'm serious now, I don't know anything about a this. A Roman now, Catholic I know that, priest, yep. So we, I, I'm asking this question because I looked at the uh, this Archbishop bloke today, and a, a priest can't get married, can he? Like a nun. No, a Roman Catholic priest doesn't. If he makes a a, a pledge, yeah, that's right, like a nun, isn't it? Okay, right. You know, no, if you but just bear with me on this because I looked at this bishop bloke today, or whatever his name is. No, not- in the Church of England, they don't they <laughs> don't make pledges of abstinence. They do get married. all right because he's up, he's knocked out six kids. Because <laughs> I've seen no, it today. He didn't was personally checking- knocked them out. You know what I mean? He's got six children, right? <laughs> knocked out. Now, no, I was confused over Down that. Down hitting yeah. children. Because he's <laughs> knocking them out like another faith, right? So he's... And that confused me. Because I thought, I thought they, they didn't do it like that. And I honestly, I checked this today with all this going on. I'm being serious now because I haven't got a clue about it. I'm not really interested in it because it's all a load of whatever it is, yep. in my opinion. So it's not it's of no interest to me. But when I seen today, he knocked out these six kids. I thought, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> They bash him out in other faiths, like I say, like that. And I, I, didn't, I didn't understand that bit. Oh, and, he, and, and he's going on saying, oh, well, oh, well this is a, a special occasion. No, it's not. She shouldn't be the queen anyway, because we already had a queen who people, everybody loved her. And we know the story behind that, or we don't know the story behind that, or whatever happened. And then our, our, our late queen, who I think the only person that I ever respected in, in the monarchy, I should say, uh, just said that she'd be queen consort, whatever that meant. And then he changed it again. Who do you think he is, Henry VIII? First of all, you can't get married when you divorce or something. Then he changes the rules. Then she was given queen consort, whatever it is. That to me is like a car. And then he ends up, she ends up as queen. What's all that about? This is, these are the things that happen in this country. Can I give way to Statsman, who might mm. have something to enlighten Well, he'll be asked because I'm totally... Battered on this lot. Um, now, did you say seventeen percent of the youth are not really or are interested or not interested? That's what he said. Yeah, interested. Uh, not in, uh, uh, no, don't want her to be queen. Do you know, uh, I think I think when it's William and Kate's turn, it's all going to change a little bit. And I think oh, the, t- I totally younger agree, people yeah. might em- embrace it, but and they might be yeah. able to work yeah. out how to slightly modernise it, but keep or keep all the tradition. I don't know. Um, I do totally agree with that, Mark. But... I do agree with that. Yeah, because. It's just been a bad image, and it's got slightly worse mm. over the last few years. And this is what these children have seen. It actually surprised me that these children came out with comments like that. Because yeah. I was watching it today. And uh, they said, and, and uh, they said, yeah, well, I'm not quite happy with Camilla. And, and they were mentioning Diana, I thought. They're not of that age group to understand Diana or something. But it, it connected with them. 
they might be watching Harry and Meghan, you see, taking an interest in yes, maybe these yes, talking yes, about yes, it. Yes, yeah, taking it from that. That that's a good that's a good. You know, it's, it, it's little things like uh, Kate's not going to wear a proper tiara. It's going to be this flowery thing. It looks like a Caribbean thing or something. I mean, I don't know. It's getting a bit tacky, isn't it? Why can't we just keep everything English? He's an English there is something because people don't like England and it's under attack. I'm afraid. Well, there is something perhaps rather staid in some ways, but to be quite honest with you, there is something fantastic about our um, <laughs> chair again. Ways about how things are. God, I'm going to get some of the listeners to break into your house. I'm going to get them. I'm going to say, focus, I'm going to give them the address and say, get that chair. They'll get run through with a Templar sword, won't they? There'll be none of that messing around. I'll tell you now, they they might get through the door, they won't be going out through it. Well, they'll be going out through it, but in a bag. I don't fancy your chance of hard enough for his wife to get in, remember? Yay! (laughs) Place like Fort Knox. (laughs) All right, okay. All right, well, look, obviously, you know, there's a lot of of controversy surrounding what's going on. Um, hopefully there'll be a lot of people that can enjoy it. Let's see what happens, and then we'll do a, a breakdown, maybe something about it. And also, I want to start mentioning some of the um, Twitter people that are following us on Twitter. Did you say Twitter? Twitter, people. yes. Yeah, 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 Twitter, yeah. Twitter. It wasn't no, it's Twitter. not the Lawrence Fox version of it. It is, it is Twitter. Okay. No, it is Twitter, and, actually. I said there are a load of twits that follow us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are blue-checked verified. Yeah. Did you know, gentlemen? Yeah, I did. I made a video with that once, the blue check. <laughs> well, I, I need to ask the question, what does that actually mean? It, it means mean we're verified. We're real paid. people. We're real people. We're real. We're, we've, been, we've been verified. How did we get through that? Did you know? straight through with that? Well, there you go. Elon's in charge now, Steve. (laughs) Elon's in charge now. Anything's possible. Anything's (laughs) possible. But did you know that we are the longest running weekly podcast from Cheshire? We are the longest running. Didn't uh, know there was any more. Well, yeah, it feels long every week, to be honest. <laughs> Those intros are getting longer, aren't they, Steve? At least oh, about oh, yes, I love me. I love me. I'm fabulous. I'm lovely. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. Yeah, I thought okay. you were in me. When we started, I was only 11. <laughs> I was in nappies, Trev. I used to rush oh, home from school. I used to rush home. Are you trying to tell younguns that they don't believe you? I used to rush home from school after I cleaned all classrooms out. And make podcasts. <laughs> so what are you doing today? I'm going home to make t- podcast. Podcast. <laughs> and on that one, I must have mentioned it before, actually. <laughs> I'm sorry, me, 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 uh, me thingy fell off then. Me, um, me, me, yeah, <laughs> your plug. I, I, I must have mentioned it before. I'm, I'm sure I mentioned it before about these uh, all these uh, life policies of lately. Bizarre. Oh, all yes. the adverts. That, that, it's like weird. Oh, I'm after life insurance. Are you? I think I'll ring now. Hello, I'm after a quote. <laughs> hey, that's right, lad. What's the want? Well, I want a quote for life insurance. How old are you? I'm 31. <laughs> Do you smoke? No, I don't smoke. That's good. Well, we're looking at £100,000 worth. And I think you... And they're all the same. All the adverts are all the same. They've all gone Yorkshire. So we've gone yeah. from all the black and white ones and all the mixed That's up when kids. Sean Bean came out with, the, with, <laughs> that, right. with that Yorkshire TV. Yeah. Get out there and do it for Yorkshire. 
Well, uh, well, we're out there and we're doing it for Cheshire. We're yeah, trying to for say Cheshire. Cheshire and the, the last bastion, the Crusaders. I'm going to put that up on our, on our. Um, I, t- I can do actually because Cheshire is regarded as an English county. So I'm going to put strongholds. It up there. That's the hey, word. Hey, a hey, stronghold. That's a good point. I'll tell you what. Don't don't spell bastions in the wrong way. No, I won't. Don't worry. But it'll be a last bastion of a crusader like acre. Yeah. Why didn't I could do that? Matt Look Dotsers, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Trevor, did the leeches work? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had two acres actually. It took the one acre off. So, but I'll still have to go on a sick doctor. So, in that case, Hello, then. Doctor, how are you doing? Have you got any leeches for this? <coughs> yeah. <laughs> so, in that case, then, you visited the hospitaliers. Hospitalers. What? They hospitalers. Were hospitalers. Oh, the hospital. Yeah, the hospitalers. That's right. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's where hospital came from. They were another um, division of Crusaders. Did you know that? When was that? In the early what? Uh, 12th century, 12th something century, like that. Yeah. And, um, Did believe, they go on strike till the 13th century? Because I was like, ah. I believe that <laughs> there was a Starkey who actually was at the siege of Malta and oh was, my was God. a hospitaller. Was it you? No, no, I'm not that old. And as Steve knows, that my About hair. About 20 years, born 20 years after that, weren't you? Did you have the same hairstyle since then. I'm telling you, when we go to do a live show, I'm going to get. You, know, you ever seen that cartoon character, Johnny Bravo? Bravo. Yeah, Johnny Bravo. Oh, just going to say this. Oh, we're going to be moving out. Okay. That's, you know, he talks like Elvis, this guy. And I'm going to get his hairdo just like him. I'm going to get a plastic one and put it on my head for the live show. You don't need to. You've already got a plastic hairdo with that amount of hairspray. Move. And I will just say that I got shouted at in court this week. Oh, yes. Uh, on it, this is very, very quick, this, because what happened was uh, I was watching his case and... <coughs> Sorry for laughing. I'm laughing myself. <laughs> right. And the judge said, this lesson was sent to the police and he got sent back, returned to sender. And I went... Oh. <laughs> it's every turn to send runner. Uh-huh. Uh, the judge, the judge just looked at me. She wasn't very happy. <laughs> but the thing is, I can't just control. Said... I have a space like Tourette's. If somebody says, if somebody says something, it connects me to something. I go. Uh-huh. Did you turn around and say, "Return to sender"? And you went, uh-huh. <laughs> "Is that what you did?" Yeah, honestly, the, honestly, the, the judge and said, then, and then uh, we had when she ordered you me, out uh, of the court, did they the just judge. say, did they say Elvis is leaving the building? <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, gonna... honestly that, that, that happened, that. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not joking about that. that so you're, fam- happened, but... you're famous at the uh, Liverpool Crown Court. Yeah, and I got warned off. I got, <laughs> I got warned off. I won't go into that because I'm very upset about it. All right, okay, okay, okay. Right, okay. Well, actually, that's a great segue into the local, and uh, what we're going to say. Uh, about- sorry, is it is it still Wednesday? Yes. <laughs> It still is Wednesday. And it's a great segue into the local before we go into the shout-outs and shout-downs. How long is this going to take now? Shut up then and we'll get on with it then. So we've got the elections coming up, you know, local elections coming up. Has anybody anybody pitching any bids about what's going to happen? Steve, shut up. I'm muting you now. That's it. Muted. That's it. Get lost. I want to know if anybody's got 
any predictions for what's going to be happening. Yeah, Thursday. people are going to vote, and there'll be winners and there'll be losers, and it's all <laughs> a pathetic waste of time because it will make no difference whatsoever. Either be Labour, who are not Labour, or the Conservatives are not Conservatives, and they're all a bunch of waste of time. And uh, we, our council tax will still go up, um, and all this kind of stuff, and it'll just be an absolute shambles, shambles. Uh, I'm going to take a bet to see if the polling booths or the ballot boxes, rather, can get from Blaken to the count, which is uh, about three miles, in under three hours, which is the usual time. Where they go during that time, what I'm assuming, I have no idea. But I remember being at one count, and it's taken three hours for the ballot boxes to arrive. So where did they go? Did they go via via sort of... uh, Well, I think they went via Georgia in the States under a Democrat's mandate. This is going to be the future when everyone forgets to plug in their electric cars. It's going to be a nightmare. What do you mean? Nobody can afford electric cars. That, that, that's going to be the problem, yeah. Nobody can afford, mm. nobody can afford it. I mean, nobody can afford the bike. electricity. You'd be like sort of living the high life if you can actually afford your electricity bills. It's like... I think we're struggling. I think Because we've got... We've got... I pledge we allegiance need, to the king, we need, Charles We need, right, batteries for, well, I think it's 44 million electric cars. And when the sun shines, we need batteries to store the uh, rays out of the uh, solar panels. And we've got solar farms all over the country, and we need batteries to store them. I hope so, they're free-range solar panels. I, I don't want to see any of them. Then. I don't want to see any of those solar panels housed in some cooped-up place, you know, like those chickens. <laughs> I want free-range solar panels. All right, go ahead. Well, actually, now you're on about that. I mean, Ooh. if you actually look where the source comes from, and I don't mean HP, you've got these young children, the young children from um, Nigeria, uh, surrounding areas, that are sent down at the age of eight, nine, ten to, to go mine all this coal. I'm serious now to mine all this yeah. coal. Oh, it's appalling. Supplier. It is appalling. It ain't going to work. That are not going to be. Electric isn't going to be sustainable. It ain't going to work. No, it because ain't we haven't work. got enough children to send down the mines to mine the cobalt. End well, of. Can we forget get, it? Can we get you back might to well the just local? Go out, get yourself a good petrol car, good diesel car, and all you politicians. And let's pollute. Let's get some more CO2 into that atmosphere. Go ahead, Mark. Pump it, pump it, pump yeah. it. Yeah. Did you say we should go back to the elections? Do you know, I, I'm actually interested to see what's going to happen in Whitby and Ellesmere Post because I know there's a couple of candidates who are standing for the Greens and they're opposing this hydrogen village. Oh, yeah. Because people just, again, aren't getting a say on what goes on in their own homes, which is, which is a new one, isn't it? Yes. Well, they're all, all standing for the Greens. Home. They're oh, all yeah. standing for the Greens. Sorry, they're all standing for the Greens against a really, really specific um, subject. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. Everybody will vote Labour. Yeah. Right, so you're all standing in your area, and I'll tell you what, Mark. Everyone will vote Labour. Best, best, best of luck. What they'll all vote Labour. Yeah, okay. possibly. They're well, sheeple. Well, they're sheeple. Them, maybe most of them. No, no, you, you'll get... They'll the vote lead. for a guy that cannot define a woman, nor can he actually keep amendments. And I'll get yeah, attacked John, for that, because I've been they, attacked they, on Twitter with on behalf of Cheshire Matters for actually saying, well, 
if somebody cannot keep to their policies as a leader, then how can you actually trust the party? Exactly. Now, I've made a statement tonight to you, chaps, and not to the uh, the public on this, on our listeners on here. I am running a course on a certain issue that I have finished. I have finished. I have been in politics from the age of 16. I'm now 37, right? And I am telling you, right, I'm now 65, right? No, I'm not. Hang on, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I'm 64, right? I've spent all my life in politics. I am running a course on one certain issue. I am absolutely chewing a wasp here, right? So what I'm going to do is I'm finished with politics within, I'd say, probably 16, 18 months. And all I'm going to say to the rest of you you better watch your backs because I'm coming for you. And that's your Labour. Well, it's Labour, actually. I won't say anything else. <laughs> you better watch your backs, I'm telling you, because yeah, I am let's out. Let's get into a debate with the gazelle. You'll I lose. am out to the rest of my life to secure my grandchildren's life and my daughter's life. And you lot better watch your back. I'm telling you, you, get, you can stick your woke up your backside. <laughs> there you go. go well ahead, said, Mark. Trevor. Well said. Now, it's funny you should mention Starmer because when I've been speaking to people, most of the Labour voters I speak to, they don't like him. No. But I'm trying to explain to them, you're not voting for Keir Starmer. I mean, maybe you are a little bit because some of his policies will fizzle on down to the local level, but I'm just trying to get some people to understand what's going on was, was quite difficult. So there's a bit of an internal strife going on there at Labour, but like Trev says, they'll probably still vote for them anyway. Yeah. The thing is, they'll Mark, do what they always do. The thing is, Mark, I'm 20 years ahead of you. I know. I've just and I wish you myself, I? all the best because we're all fighters. We're all campaigners. Yep. And what's happened in this last week has knocked me for an absolute six. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, yeah, a couple of things. I uh, echo what uh, Trevor said for the reasons we discussed prior to coming on. Uh, and I support him uh, 100%, to be quite frank. And I echo the frustrations, to be honest. So the there is a new system. crusade beginning. Yeah, well, the, 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 the political process that is now virtually a shambles. Um, and I'll come back to a point in a minute that Trevor mentioned there. First of all, I just want to say to Mark, uh, well done for having a go. And at least, yes. given the people locally where he lives, an opportunity, if they choose, to not vote for Labour or Conservative or anybody else and vote for an independent candidate. He's, he's doing that to give them the opportunity and the chance. If they then regret the choice that they make, whether it be Conservative, Labour or whoever else, if it's somebody else, then that's up to them. But he's at least given them the choice. So... Uh, you know, at the end of the day, nobody in his area where he lives can criticise him in any capacity because nope. he's presented them with an opportunity. That's right. That's the first point. And I just want to go back to what uh, Trevor was saying. I echo a particular point that Trevor made. The political system in this country, led by the Labour and the Conservatives, and is the Liberals. And the Liberals. And the Liberals is now a serious failure to this country. And Trevor mentioned that now he will focus on doing everything he can to make sure that this country remains what it is and what it has been for his children and grandchildren. And that's exactly what I'm about. And we all share that. And that's why we stand up for Cheshire and we stand up for the country and we stand up for our heritage. Indeed. Well done, Trevor. 
Go ahead, Mark. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Did you hear that? I'm telling you now, I'm sending in some Templars to come and get that chair. I'm sick of it. That's it. They're coming. You want to see what's on the door? Got strong chains on the door. We took them off the bed. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong thing to say. Wrong thing to say. Go ahead, Mark. I got it. Yeah, I'd just like to thank you all for your kind words there and your support. Much appreciated. Oh, but we, we all Steve support says, you. I've been talking to a lot of people and there's a hell of a lot of people crying out for change and an alternative. But just will they it. make that, that, it, that change I, I at, the, at the ballot box? And then, and then what's frustrating is some people agree with everything you say, right? They want change and then they just say, oh, I'm not voting or a vote for you is a waste. I'm trying to say, well, if yeah. everyone changed the way we might get somewhere, it doesn't sink in with some people, but a lot. I'm hoping it has. We'll, see. well, they're hoping they're hoping that the same old, same old is going to actually carry on. You know, BSing them. Well, yeah. you know why that is because I tell you what, they won't want me on the council because I'll ruffle feathers. I'll be exposing all the things they're doing wrong. Uh, and listen, it all that's out. why they don't want the likes of you or yeah. me or anybody else on here that's on exactly, the council. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. I expose regularly, and they don't like it. Well, we've seen uh, things fall apart on this screen here. It's not good. Right, okay. Well, I'm calling it there. Right, there you go. Steve, get to the bar. Come on. Get no, that digital wallet no, out. Let's I have some of that. My spare change of money currency. Into my Come savings on. Chart. No, no. I'm not going. Come on. I want a digital pint of lager from you. Come on. Go for it. No, I, I've got plenty of beer in the fridge. In fact, I've stocked the fridge. That's up it. We're sending the Templars round. We're going to go raid, pillage, plunder. Steve, some of these Templars, they might be, well, you know, better watch out. Anyway, don't drop the soap. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't I'm not believe. going to the bar. I have got long pockets and short arms now. Oh, there right. we go. <laughs> okay. People oh. in the know, just one quick, one quick, quick. Whatever it is. It sounds like a foxtrot. <laughs> People in the know, and they know what, how upset I had. I am. I'm just fuming. I can't even get my words out. <laughs> right? I had to take that bar of soap home. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, come on. Let's have some shout-outs, shout-downs. Go on, Mark. Let's go. go on. I'm going to do a massive one to everyone who's given me their support throughout my campaign. Uh, especially those who helped me to deliver leaflets. They were amazing. Couldn't have done it without them. And all the really nice people I've spoken to as well. I've had some very interesting conversations with some top, top people. And then thanks to those who've emailed me the support as well and best wishes. And even those ones who didn't want to vote for me were just as nice. This is actually a great place to live. And everyone I've spoken to has been really positive. And it's actually been a pleasure to talk to them. So even if I get absolutely trounced, it's still a massive win for me and another learning curve on my way to number 10. (laughs) (laughs) oh that was brilliant that was great i mean i'm glad i'm glad that you've had those experiences okay the raven what shout outs or shout downs have you got none oh that's great okay moving on i've got none whatsoever i'm not interested at this point i've lost the will to live i want to finish up go downstairs have me tea and a little bit of a chill out so in fact, I'll give a little bit of a shout out again to Mrs. Ingram. It's oh, all lovely, lovely tea right waiting you Creep, you absolute I know, creep. I know John shout down your chair. Yeah, your chair. <laughs> that's got to be it. Go ahead. Go ahead, the gazelle. Be nimble, be quick. Go ahead, sir. 
I'm going to be as quick as I can, right? First of all, Mark, you won't get tranced. You stood up for what you're standing up for. Well done. Doesn't matter what result you get. Thanks, mate. You're fighting this big bunch of load of crap. Mm. So you've put your head above the parapet. You stood there. Brilliant, right? Yeah, thanks, mate. Shout down. The British justice system is a shambles. Absolutely. I'll go with that. Don't comment anymore. Don't, I'm not don't comment anymore. No, I'm not. We know. No, I'm, moving, we know. I'm moving on. I finished. This is okay. the last time this. I finished. Okay. That's a that's a divorce. <laughs> that's right. a divorce in the making. Now, I'm going to clear things up now, right? I'm just going to go in now because this is how I'm feeling. I am, I've been battered from pillar to post, right? And I am feeling giving and I want to give back. Okay. To people, okay? Now, this is four ways to warn your friend that his zip is down. <laughs> I would never notice, so it's not something I would ever, ever notice. Oh, come on, you liar. No, no, no. Hey, well, if a few feathers are out of place with some of your friends, ooh, they come are. on. A few feathers out of place, right? Number one, the cucumber has left the salad. <laughs> right? <laughs> Number two. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, shut up. <laughs> Number two. Your, your Ford Fiesta is not all the way in the garage. Number three. There is only four. Number three. You need to bring your three. I'm loving this kiss. I'm going on a plane next week. You need to bring your tray table to the upright and lock position. <laughs> Oh, have you only got four? I want loads. No, 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 no. no, I've got one for you. No, 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 number four, number four. We're finishing now. Mini me is making a brave fish can. <laughs> no, say that. Say that again. Mini me, mini me, mini me. She's making a break for the escape pod. <laughs> the, one, the one thing that I heard when somebody was telling me that your zipper was down. Oh, sorry, I'll see it. I finished. Say, say your playground is open. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, is it the royal family? What's his name? <laughs> oh, oh, I know, I know, I know, I know who you mean. The bearded guy. Yeah, the bearded guy. Oh, God, what's his Captain name? Captain Birdseye. No. Yeah, no, no, no. And, and he used to say, God, the beast nearly escaped then. <laughs> Jim, Roy, Jim Royal, that was it. Jim, Jim Royal. Royal. I can not remember Jim, Jim Royal. Royal. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> well, okay, well, everybody knows that my shout down is to basically his creaking chair because I've had enough of it. That's it. No more. Well, no, it's no. like a... Fabulous piece of English history. It's been around a very long time and it will continue to be a long, around a long time. And that's just the way it is. It's like an old building. You're an old building, it, it creaks, it's got all sorts of funny things going on. And uh, that's it. So there you go. And it's not going to change. So you'll okay. have to get over it. End well, off. thank God that's all over. We're going. This is it. Okay. Stats man, obviously. The man with all the facts. It's time to go, isn't it? It is. I'll say goodbye to all our lovely listeners out there. Indeed. Go ahead, Gazelle. Bye, Steve. (laughs) 
Uh, Steve, and as as is now your typical thing, now you say you say goodbye, good night. Go ahead. Yes, we say goodbye and thank goodness for that. He's having me tea now at last. Are you hungry, Steve? What? Yes. Let's just, let's just see if we can keep him for longer. You got any more of them? Lovely healthy tea down there. Very tasty. Lovely <laughs> tea ready. All right. Okay. My one well, meal a day. Well, one one meal after six p.m. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're one meal. It doesn't seem to have done you any good, that fasting stuff. Well, if you just have one, I'll give people a tip. If you just want to have one meal a day, it is to lose weight, why just make sure so it's a massive, massive dinner. Your plates, they're massive. Hey? The plates of your Well, it's, it's all right. This advice to have one meal a day is fantastic, but you're not going to survive properly, so you just have to make sure it's a big, massive dinner. Okay. Big enough, you can ski off the top of it. Well, I'll tell you what, it's a good job you are actually Christian, because if you was flaming, I tell you, if you went into Ramadan, you'd have about 27 plates of food at the end, as soon as the sun went down. Tell you, tell you. All right, well, there you go, gentlemen. It's all finished. It's all done.